Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yo, this your boy Scott ATL, and I just jumped out of power. I been jumped out of power, but I just jumped out of power again with Dirty Glove Bastard. Let's get it. Let me drop in, I got the work like a clock in Like it's a hard boy, I be in my feeling Be telling myself, keep going, no stopping Yes sir, yes sir We right back at it y'all We got one of Atlanta's favorite, one of Atlanta's finest Scotty ATL Jumping off the porch with us today What's up with you bro? What's up with it be dog? Yes sir, everything is great oh, man. man Everything's good grand. man, how you feeling bro? I feel good Um, it's, it's dope to be right here back on the porch you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it feels good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nah, for sure, bro. I mean, you was one of the first people. Um, well, I created Off the Porch, you know, back years ago. You were, I believe, the third artist um, that believed in it and uh, was willing to, you know, jump on the platform. Wow. And so uh, that was that was an epic time because we was on the real porch at Mad Studios the real in Decatur. Porch. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Corey Moe. And, uh, you know, we, we, we took the camera out there and we was outside, the elements, sirens, and you know yeah. what I'm saying, everything. I think it was cold outside. It was cold outside. Yeah. I just watched that video this morning, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man, man. That with was the hard. cast on your arm and everything. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, nah, man. man. So welcome back, bro. You know what I'm sure. saying? Great, great elevation, you know what I'm saying, on both parts, man. It's been great to see you elevate, man. you know what I'm saying, over these years, man. Same to you, man. Yeah, nah. Yeah, and the whole platform, all the push in general, this shit been going crazy, so. You know, this is an honor. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, man, Scotty, you've been putting it down here in Atlanta for a minute, bro. Um, you know, I know we told your story some years back, but, you know, for new audience, new eyeballs, new ears, man, can you, you know, tell us about your come up here in Atlanta? For sure, for sure. I'm Scotty ATL from the east side of Atlanta, Georgia. For those who don't know, that's Lithonia, Decatur, Marble Road, Edmonds Mill, Panola. Um, I grew up, you know what I'm saying, single parent home, me and my moms, played basketball, got involved in the streets, started hustling, you know. I started rapping more, kind of went to school and had a scholarship to go play ball at school. And then I, you know, I started popping with the music, got a record deal, and we were sorry with the basketball. We were good in high school. But in, but in college, we were sorry. We were like 0 for 25 or some shit like that. What college? Savannah State. I went to Savannah State. But I would like performing. I, I used to open up for Outkast. Okay. Slim Calhoun. Matter of fact, I think the day like Dungeon Family Day or something like that. Dungeon Family Appreciation Day. Yeah. You know, so salute to the whole Dungeon Family. Yeah. But um, I was doing my thing in college. I had an opportunity to leave and pursue my music dream. So I did that. And um, I never looked back. Yeah. Yo. No, I can dig it, man. So what kind of kid was you coming up, bro, on the east side? Like, what was you into? I mean, I know you said basketball. Was it, yeah. was it mainly the sports, or were you in the music early on? Man, I, I, I was in the music, like, when I got maybe, like, seventh grade. Yeah. You know what I mean? But starting off, I was more so into the sports, mm -hmm. playing basketball. I played ball AAU. I played YBOA ball. Yeah. You know, all around the whole, the whole year. So I played ball in school and then after school. Me and some of my homeboys played ball together. Um, we were so good in the summer that we kind of was in the way lying on our transcript so we can go to the same school wow. and play ball, you know what I'm saying, with each other. Yeah. So we had an all-star team. 
you know, but, you know, I got a little trouble here and there, mm. you know what I'm saying? I was a hustler though, like, I sold candy in school, I, I cut grass in the neighborhood, I washed cars, you know, the most stuff I got in trouble for in school with like, girls, shit like that, Yeah. you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> But I went like no niggas just going around just causing fights and shit like we don't play shit on the east side. Yeah, yeah, real player shit going right, on. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah. yeah. Nah, that's what's up, man. And so, when um, when your love for music like really really come in? Like when did you like start start getting in the mix? My love for music came in when I saw Outkast. I saw Outkast. They were doing um, at this time it was Southern Playlistic, Players Ball. That was the era. Um, really like people like the Brat, Funkified, that shit was tight, you know, popping out. But my mama used to listen to Tupac. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like as a kid, you know, my mom listened to old school, Luther Vandross, but then we were listening to Tupac, um, what's the name of that guy now? Pissing Me Rolling. Yeah. My mama, you feel me? We going to school, Pissing Me Rolling. Feel me? So I always was just listening to music, you know, we clean up on Saturday morning. And we listen to music, Blue Lights in the Basement. It's just a part of my life, you know what I mean? I, I remember even my dad telling me like when I was a kid, like I used to go in the room with them and my cousin be freestyling, you know? So I always just been around music. Yeah, no, I can yeah. dig it. Yeah. And can you talk about, you know, being like, you know, growing up in a, in, you know, in a single family home, but then you know, after a while, even establishing a relationship with your pops and being able to, you know, connect the dots with that and all that. For sure. Man, so growing up in a single parent home, you know, man, it's crazy. Most of America grew up in a single parent home yeah. nowadays. I ain't proud to say that, but it's just kind of what it is, you know, especially like growing up in my, in, you know, when I was growing up, a lot of my partners grew up in a single parent home. That's just the era, yeah. you feel me, that it was. And so, um, you know, I would go see my dad in the summertime. My dad always was a player, you know what I'm saying? You have different females and shit, you know what I mean? I go see him, you know. Yeah. But I, 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 you know, I learned a lot of game just going to go see them in the summertime because, yeah. you know, having that connection with your father in general, that shit help you out as a man. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? So um, that helped me out, man. I, I would go see him in the summer. And then as I got older, you know, I, I ain't gonna lie, I just kind of just rebelled against everything in general. Mm. I got kind of involved in the streets, mm -hmm. you know, and just, you know, just did my own thing like everybody do. Yeah. You know, exploring the world, seeing what's right and what not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. And this young man to your left. That's my dad. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah he got grilled too. Hey, come on now. <laughs> Real Atlanta player shit. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, nah, I can yeah, dig yeah. it. So man, what um what was the first project that you uh that you dropped that you like felt had some impact for you here in the city? Man, I dropped this project called Summer Dreams yep. with DJ Byron one. Oh yeah. I got it tattooed on my arm. Uh, there was some classic times too yeah, here in the man. city, man. So so like so nigga you know, so like a little history behind this shit. Um I met Byrne one at the studio I was working with Gorilla Zoe. Okay. Gorilla Zoe was doing 28 mixtapes in 28 days. Yeah. He was doing it with that piff. I remember this shit. Me and Byrne one, Byrne one was working on one of the 28 mixtapes. Mm -hmm. Feel me? And so Zoe had us in there. Uh, I was new. You know what I mean? I was up at Block ENT. 
only way you were gonna get on the song at this time was you had to be faster than Zoe. He wasn't writing that shit though. Mm. And this was before like everybody was trying to like just go in the studio and do it. Yeah. Was he doing punch-ins or he was doing he... a punch in 10 minutes? You ain't had your verse done, you were gonna get you were gonna get left out of that bitch. <laughs> so I'm working. Feel me trying to get my name out. I'm I'm getting this shit done. Burn one pop up. Burn one like, man, this shit crazy. He like, y'all been doing this the whole time? Like, boy, this shit crazy. Me and him talking, we exchanged numbers. Burn one invited me over. He had a band. I'd never been in the studio with a band before. Right. I had niggas send me tracks, producers, but, but being in the studio with the band, it's like, it's magic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of niggas don't get a chance to even see how that feel, but it's different because Having like you look at Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre and some of these old even like Rough Riders and shit, nigga had a connection with the artist. Yeah, absolutely. They just want just sending them tracks. Right. I mean that's the essence of hip hop is you know the producer and the and, and the artist working together. You know what I mean? Facts. And so I remember the first day I went in that motherfucker. Burn one was in the Ricky Fontaine, Wild yeah. Live. Yeah. Shout out Indeed. Pro. Shout out them you know what I'm saying? The whole Indeed. This time they were just, you know, burn one. I'm thinking he finna drop the beat. And he just start creating this shit. Ricky start playing the guitar. They start making the beat. While they making the beat, I'm writing the rap. By the time they finish the beat, I'll finish with the rap. That shit was like, it was crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The way it came together, the feeling behind it, cause they know how you feeling, y'all vibing with this shit together. Yeah. That's the true definition of a cookup. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like y'all for real putting all them ingredients together, you know what I'm saying? Making Yeah. I was gonna give up on the music career because I had been doing it for a long time. But Burn One was like my last straw to be like, if this shit don't work, I'ma quit. Yeah. You know? I was at that time I was like hustling. I was working a little job, everything. And um man, that takes some drink. Who needs an alarm in the morning? When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Greens came out and it ended up in Spin Magazine. Yeah. Top 50 mixtapes of the year. Huh. I never been in no magazine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I ended up on Dirty Glove, hustling. I still remember when y'all posted that shit. Yeah. I was so excited. That black and white picture, yeah. feel me? Over there by my boy Curtis Snowhouse. So... This shit, this shit beautiful, man. Shout out to Burn One. Oh, I yeah. fuck with Burn One. You nah, know, he put a lot not. of niggas on. Freddie yeah. Gill, Starlito, Yellow Wolf. Absolutely. Uh, Riggs. Yeah, that was the reason I wanted to fuck with, fuck with Burn One. Yeah. Anyway, Gucci, man, he worked with a yeah. lot of people, but he was putting independent artists on the map. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Nah, Burn One is the foundation for a, a lot of artists, you know what I'm saying, that, that's, that's out now and that's popping now. You know what I mean? That live instrumentation, like, ain't nothing like it. Working with Burn One, um, from what I always saw through the years and from being in the mix, is an experience. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And you you said it best when you said like some people don't even get that experience. You know what I'm saying in their life or in their career. You know what I mean? Man. To like really, 
be with these like all these great musicians you know what i mean like yeah. cooking up something and i i remember they used to like be making new sounds out of stuff i would see them grab a pan yeah. and put like some nuts and bolts in there and be shaking it up and making sounds and just and make a sound and, and put it in the beat yeah yeah man burn one still do that to this yeah, day man. nah nah they, they they some geniuses with it they some geniuses yeah, with man. it and then can you talk about you know like you i mean you had a nice run you know what i'm saying with with faith was faith next am i am i so we started that? at Summer Dreams. Mm -hmm. We went to, uh, I want to say Spaghetti Johnson came yeah. and then Faith. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. I want to say that how it happened. Yeah, nah. Yeah. It was I, a nice run. Right. And then with Spaghetti Junction, I remember yeah. you had like the, uh, I think that was with like Scion or something like that. And Man. Like, you, you, was er, you was early on getting deals and getting sponsorship <laughs> situations, you know what I'm saying? Man, I had, a, I had a, a lot of people don't know this, but I had a deal with a car company called Scion. Yeah. Scion was a, uh, like a branch out from Toyota. Them folks flew me out to the West Coast and, and, and showed me the whole operation. Yeah. And they, they got like some um, vinyl records, pressed up maybe like 500,000 yeah. vinyl records. And this was like early in my career, I understood the power of brand collaboration. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and it, it, like keeping it all the way real, a lot of people don't know this, but I did the deal with Scion. <coughs> Scion backed the whole project. Mm -hmm. We ended up getting that shit on MTV Jams. I ended up doing doing some stuff with uh, Motion Family, just off the brand partnership because it was a good it was a good way for them to infiltrate into the culture. Yeah, you know, and um, that was some big shit early on. Absolutely. We did the first we did the first one and it was a clean. The whole album was clean. Yeah, but I came back with the dirty version, but. You know, just in learning how to collaborate with people. Yeah. You know how to do business. Right, right. And um, where did where did that knowledge or where did like even that you know savviness come from to you know be doing that? Because, like I said, you were connecting with brands and doing these partnerships at a you know very early stage, at which like artists even you know that were further than you or that might be looked at as bigger than you at the time weren't getting those types of looks. Thanks. I think that, um, again, growing up as a kid, you know, my dad was a hustler, my mom was a hustler. My mom used to fly to New York and buy purses mm. and fly back to Atlanta and sell them. Yeah. So I understood hustling, you know, early on. I would go to Sounds Club and buy, you know, uh, candy. Yeah. And, you know, back then I had the mindset of, damn, if I buy this many, I could sell this, my mama made this much. Nah, yeah. don't do that one, do this one, yeah. you know? So as I got older, man, in the music industry, I noticed that everybody normally going in one direction, mm -hmm. you know, which is make a hit record and get to the DJ, Yeah. you know? But I, but I also noticed that it's a whole world of people that's collaborating and making a living. You know, when I look at some of my partners and my peers, you know, Long Lil Nipsey Hustle, yeah. you know what I mean? His yeah. collaborations with Puma. You know, mm -hmm. when I look at, you know, currency, some of the guys, you know what I'm saying, they're sitting there like, even Killer Mike, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's just like, I feel like that collaboration always going to help you out when you when you align yourself with somebody that's on the same level or, or bigger. Yeah, nah, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, I mean, speaking of Killer Mike, um, he just dropped a classic album, by the way. We had him off the porch. But um, I mean, just in terms of, you know, like being also like in tune with like consciousness and, you know, like just what's going on around you. Like you always like, 
seem to like put, you know, like different topics and different things like in your music, you know what I'm saying, to stay just in tune with what's going on. Like, right. has that just always been important for you to, you know, be, you know, talking about topics and things that's going on? I feel like what's important to me in any type of music that I'm doing, I want to connect with people. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the only way to connect with people is giving them my real life, my real story. Yeah. You know, it's like you watching the documentary, you listening to a documentary when you vibing to my shit, cause you can look on my Instagram and see the shit that I'm talking about is what I'm, what's happening today. Yeah. A couple months ago, if you know what I'm saying, is that. I, I, I think that sometimes cat get in the studio and then you want to say some shit that's different than you living. And then it, it got to, you know, it, don't, it ain't no classic, it ain't gonna live forever. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to make shit that's gonna live forever, mm. you know? And I feel like I've always done that. That's always been listening to outcasts and mm. cats like that, that's always been my goal. Yeah. How important is networking to you? And you know what I'm saying? Like just, just building them relationships and you know, cause it seemed like that's like you, you a networking king. <laughs> Man, you know what's funny you say that, right? Somebody else told me that too, but I always, until recently, I really didn't like networking like uh, that. Like Scotty always in the right room, you know what I'm but saying? But I don't like, I, I, I didn't really like networking like mm -hmm. that until recently I was okay. in LA and it, maybe it just reminded me like the power of it. Mm -hmm. But I guess it's two sides of it. One side I like, you know, I, I, I know you need to be around certain people for opportunities to happen. Nah, just sure. in general, yeah. you know, you can't just be in the house talking about you gonna be a pilot and you ain't never got out and met nobody, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. But at the same time, like as an artist, you gotta meet these people. Sometimes I might not wanna go cause it be a room full of fake people. Yeah. You know, people be so fake in this shit, in yeah. the music industry, this shit air, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I was just talking to some people earlier about, you know, sometimes this shit feel like you just chasing the means to no end mm. in this shit, you know, cause yeah. you, you chasing somewhere to get in front of some people who they not even real. They, you know, why you want to get their respect? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just all in learning and understanding this shit in general, man. Yeah, you know nah, for saying? sure. And like, how do you stay, how do you stay off that like hamster wheel effect? You know what I'm saying? Where you just like going through the motions and doing these things that, you know, seem to like not have an end or like a, a outcome to it, you know what I mean? Cause it's easy yeah. to get caught up like yeah. that in this industry and, you know, be doing things that you think is moving mm. you forward, but it's really more just perception. It's know? perception. Well, I think recently one thing, like I got mentors in my life, Yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, my partners, we talk about real shit. We won't just be surface level talking, right. you know what I'm saying? But um, I think one of the things that I've been learning recently about myself is just how big the grills company has gotten mm -hmm. you know all my life i've always been wanting to be known in one way as an artist mm. you know the grill shit didn't got colossal yeah you know i was on the front of uh well i'm not on the front i'm about to cap y'all down huh yeah, I was hey, hey, bitch, I was on the front of Ebony Magazine, huh? Yeah, fuck that, nigga. Nah, real shit. Nah, fuck that. Real shit, nigga. Nah, but nah, let me just say this, though. Coming all the way from the east side, you know, Marble Road, like, niggas ain't think this shit was possible. Yeah. And I seen nigga turn their head on me with the grill shit. Yeah. I seen nigga not support me with this shit. You feel me? 
come up like this and we doing shit with the Atlanta Hawks, yeah. Puma, Revolt, yeah. we on off the porch, you know what I'm saying? Steve Harvey, you feel me? We ain't came a long way. Yeah. So let's talk about Girls by Scotty because, yeah, you know, that company, I mean, that brand has, you know, definitely grown immensely. I mean, I remember, you know, the the shop on Candler Road. Was that Candler, like, Memorial? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know we still right there. Okay, word, yeah. yeah. So I remember that shop, and then I remember the announcement of the shop in L.A. Facts. You know what I mean? Facts. And then so moving from L.A. and then the pop-up in Europe with Issa Rae delivering <laughs> her grills for her wedding. Can you just talk about like the evolution of, yeah. you know, Grills by Scotty and, you know what I'm saying, like how Stand Down, you know what I'm saying, has been able, you've been able to see the elevation of Man. it. So, um, it's been a journey, you know. I would say that this is the main thing I think about. This shit go through my head a lot. When you building shit. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. Most people don't want to take time to build anything. If that shit ain't going to work out in a year or a couple months, a couple weeks, nigga, like, man, I don't know, but this shit ain't really working. Yeah. And so, I think, you know, it's literally like day, day by day, brick by brick, you know, to-do list by to-do list, you know what I'm talking about? Bullet point by bullet point, laying this shit out and grinding it when people fucking with it and when people late. Yeah. People see one side of this shit and think it's just always sweet all the time. And in business in general, you got ups, you got downs. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, this shit, this is, it's, um, man, I'm really just proud of the journey, the team, yeah. the staff, you know, my, my homies, my family, you feel me? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I can remember, bro, you and me, um, you know, personally having a conversation. I think we were driving, uh, we took a road trip, was that to, did we go to Austin? We drove from here to Austin and yeah. we stayed at a hotel together. Um, yeah. It was you, me, Byron, one. Was Faz Ronald there? Faz Ronald, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the first yeah. time I met yeah. Faz Ronald. Yeah, Damn, yeah. And, and, he put, and he put us on to the, uh, the Smosh Boggler. Yeah. The, the, this, this contraption, yeah. This, this ill weed smoking contraption Damn, that we had to push out on in the next episode. Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I remember a conversation that you and me were having just about, we were in the room and you were talking about just, like, you know, outside of being an artist or, or what are the steps, you know what I'm saying? Like to elevation and us talking about merch and branding and, Damn, I you know what I'm saying? That, Stepping outside of just music and, it. you know what I mean? And, and so it's ill You to were actually, saying back then how big merch was gonna be. Yeah. I remember that conversation. Yeah, no. You were like, bro, merch is the key to this shit. If you got merch, you'll always be able to survive. Yeah. I remember you telling me that. Absolutely. Nah, because yeah. I mean, just knowing that, you know, like, physical was going out well physical had been out you know what i'm saying and, and knowing that like people gonna buy a shirt people gonna buy some grills people might buy a cup or a lighter right. or you know what i'm saying so i mean it's just dope to you know just see the evolution and you know what i mean like for it to like really you know what i mean just be put in play you know what right. I mean? thank nah, you man nah, sure, that's sure. Ill, man um i mean south by southwest mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. um you were down there in those years you know when 
when when when she was crazy. Yeah, when ASAP South Rocky South was there, Bob. I be telling nigga ASAP Rocky was at the yeah, show that time. Absolutely. Oh uh, yeah, the classic show. With Yams BGB, was there too. Was, was Yams yeah. there that year? Yams was there. Gangsta Boo was there. Dolph was there. Bro, I be Yo. trying to tell nigga. A lot of niggas don't believe. I be telling. ASAP Rocky was there. That like, shit was crazy. Yeah, man. Gangsta Boo. I remember on stage that year. With Drummer Boy, like that shit was crazy. Classic show, man. You Damn. know what I mean? And it's yeah. Starlito Don Trip. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. It's just so ill to see even the evolution of you know doing those shows shout out to live mixtapes shout out pez thomas dan everybody you know what i'm saying uh, <laughs> shout out 8732 i remember they uh came yep. for us yeah with jeezy clothing line yeah absolutely yeah so they gave us some free clothes yeah no yeah. for sure for sure so so yeah man like but in those times of south by southwest when you know the ilmore was going on and you know just those classic times can you just talk about just like the vibe the energy man. so they had this party called the Ilmore. It was a mansion, two level. This shit was so live. You couldn't even get in this bitch. It was packed yeah. inside and outside. <laughs> the backyard, the top, the bottom. The the only thing that I remember this one time, Schoolboy Q performed. Yeah. Was you there? Yeah, I was in my Schoolboy school Q performed. Yeah, yeah. And, and this shit was so crazy, but you, you couldn't even hardly get in that motherfucker. Yeah, nah, nah. Yep. Ilmore was crazy. Yep. I mean, it was. It was stuff like where like Travis Scott was at the Ilmore before he was Travis Scott. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was like I think a the lot. flow was about to fall through or something. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the Ilmore I'm was glad you here, bro. Cause I be telling people shit. They're like, this nigga lie. <laughs> Come on now. Yo, so we talked a little bit. So in talking about the grills and we mentioned Issa Rae, can you actually tell us how that even came about, man? How did you end up in Europe with Issa Rae delivering her a grill for her wedding? And didn't it happen like within like 48 hours or something like crazy? Yeah. So it was a crazy story. Issa Rae came in the shop in L.A. Um, she had on the hood. She had on a, like the mask, you know, at that time, it was like COVID time. Mm. So she had on the mask. I want to say she might have had on some glasses too. She came in, she was in the style, and um, my boy at payroll was, was taking care of her. He came up with his own idea at this time. He was like, he gave her the iPad and let her choose her own song. Mm -hmm. I'm in the back though, so like, I'm not like, you know, I would let him do his own thing, you know, whatever. So the song with Jim, I come outside, I'm like, damn, who told this song? He was like, she did. And so I spoke to her, I was like, damn, that's a good ass song, who is that? We started chopping it up, whatever. Normally I wouldn't even do that. I'm in the back working on some grills, whatever. Yeah. So a couple minutes later, I come back, we just chopping it up, vibing, go back in the back. They say, man, that's Issa Rae. I'm like, who is that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they started telling me like, man, like she like Oprah, like she big time, you know? I'm like, damn, for real. So they told me who the lady is. I'm like, damn, this shit crazy. So we ended up doing the grill, you know, um, she left, I stayed in touch with her. Mm. And so at the time she got her, we got her info. We knew it was in France, but I didn't, I, I wasn't able to calculate at the time how long it was gonna take to get the grill mm -hmm. to France. Okay. We was having trouble shipping things, mm -hmm. feel me? Sometimes FedEx would say that shit gonna be here this day, and then it ended up being there that day. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm like, fuck, I can't do Issa Rae like that and have a FedEx problem. This would be a big mess. So I'm like, fuck it. How can I make sure I'm gonna get it there? Yeah. I'm gonna fly it there. Hmm. Boss so I did. <laughs> I booked the flight, ended up finding out that my passport was expired. Wow. So 
I went out there, man, them folks gave me a hard time. Long you was at the so. airport with the expired passport? No, no. Okay. So, like, I booked the flight. Boom. Then I realized when I found my passport, it was expired. Gotcha. Then I went to go try to get another one. It was a long thing. They ended up letting me get one after, like, two, three days, whatever. I'm telling these folks, like, man, y'all don't understand. This for Issa Rae, like. <laughs> but um, I ended up getting on the flight, man. Even that whole situation was crazy because, like, I'm on the flight and I'm talking to her, but we like kind of spot talking a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't like fluid conversation. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it wasn't until I got to Paris that she actually told me where they was going to be at. Mm -hmm. At first, this whole time I'm on the flight thinking I'm about to leave this grill at the hotel gotcha. at the front desk. Gotcha. I get to Nice. So I, you got to fly to Paris, then take another flight to Nice. Then I get on, then I take, get out the plane in Nice, take an Uber to the dock. Then from the dock, take a boat to another island where she at on the restaurant. Yeah. Jumped out of the boat. This is a true story of my mama. Listen, <laughs> jumped out of the boat. And then I had to walk, nigga. I'm on the maps trying to find out where they at on the restaurant. Yeah. I'm walking about 20 minutes. I got on all white just in case she asked me to be on the boat. Yeah. <laughs> right. You come ready, you don't got But I'm sweating because right. I've been walking, I've been doing all kind of shit now, <laughs> yeah. right? Man, I finally get it. this shit look like paradise. Huh. Open the door. I thought I saw Kim Kardashian sitting right down. Huh. <laughs> Feel me? Man, I walk like, like the restaurant, like we, the restaurant on the side with the water. Yeah. You know what I mean? Man, I, I walk over to them and they greeted me. They were so happy to see me. She didn't tell them I was coming. Mm. I thought she was going to try to grill on right there. Mm -hmm. I was so nervous, yeah. you know? She ain't even tried on. They were like, sit down, you want something to eat? I was like, hell yeah, you know? You know what I mean? Nigga, I'm hungry here, you right, know what I'm saying? Nigga, I'm hungry as fuck. So she, we had something to eat, nigga, I had some shrimp, some kind of little shrimp pasta. And then she was like, yo, what you about to do? You want to come on the boat with us? Boom. I'm on the boat. Yeah. Man, they popping champagne left and right. Feel me? Yeah. Laid out on the boat, man, just chilling, man. Like, I was just in my mind just thinking, like, wow, this is crazy. Oh, you, you know, we started at one point, and, you know, they jumped out the boat and we're swimming. I just learned how to swim a couple months ago, so <laughs> right. okay. at that point, I ain't do it, you know. Can't play with that ocean. Nah, I wasn't going to fuck around. <laughs> I wasn't going to try to impress nobody nah. like that. <laughs> but I laid back, man, and was just thinking to myself, like, damn, bro, like, this is crazy. Yeah. You know? No, that's ill, man. Yeah. That's ill. I mean, and the power of networking. Again, power like the power of, you know what I mean? You stepped yeah. outside the comfort zone, went out there and talked. And it's real. Yeah. That's real. No, that's what's up, man. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. So what's one of the biggest uh, life lessons that you say that you learned to this day? Wow. I think one of the biggest life lessons that I've learned is don't wait on nobody. Hmm. You know? Um... You grinding, you hustling. It's like people gonna catch on to what you doing when you doing it. Mm -hmm. I got this this saying that I got is build your own bandwagon. Mm -hmm. and, and what I mean by that is like when you sit around and be like, hey bro, help me build this real quick. Nobody gonna do it. Mm -hmm. But if you build that by if you build it by yourself, then people gonna always jump in. Absolutely. Or help you push it at least. Mm -hmm. 
you know? Yeah. But a lot of times, niggas won't never get started because they wait on people to come help them build a bandwagon. Oh, yeah. That's real, man. That, that's, a, that's, a, that's a real perspective because, I mean, so many people ready to, you know, jump on something that's successful, but, you yeah. know, it's, it's hard to start something out. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's hard. And, yeah. and people not willing to, you know, challenge themselves or to, you know, do those things. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's real. Um, so then, would you say that, would you say that, like, with your career, um, do you feel that you're appreciated, like, amongst the culture, amongst, you know what I'm saying, like, your peers and things like that, like? Yeah. You know what? I do feel like I'm appreciated. There was a moment in time where I felt like I wasn't. Yeah. Cause I know you said you wanted to quit for a minute. Yeah. It's all an illusion, though, mm -hmm. you know? Sometimes people fucking with you and you don't really know it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you want people to fuck with you to a certain degree and they at a certain level in their life where they can't help you like you know they like you want them to. Right. But you know, I feel like right now, to be honest, I don't really care if niggas appreciate me like that or not. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I'm doing my thing, you know, I'm taking care of my family, you know. That's what's going on. Yeah. You know, you can fuck with me or not. And I didn't feel like that. Yeah. That's just real spill, you yeah. know. But it's our love, you know, whatever. Word. It business, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Word. And you've been repping Cool Club, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like that's sure. been that, that's been the flag you've been waving. You, you already know, know it. Shout out Cool Club. You already know it. Cool Club. Yeah. yeah. Can, you, cool can, you, can, you, can you talk about it, man? Can you talk about yeah. the movement? Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. Um, <laughs> man, I fought with the Cool Club. I feel like it's a lifestyle. I feel like it's 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 a family, you know. It's just it's young, rich, black millionaires. You know, it's it's those of the culture. It's it's those that got mindsets to get money. Mm -hmm. You know, um, we ain't on no raw raw shit. We just we just kind of just get out, get what we you know what I'm saying, what yeah. we deserve. You know, it's like mafia shit like that. Yeah. Know? So. It's respect, exactly. you know, yeah. it's respect, though. Right. but it's cool club and, um, you know, it's champagne. We pull up, everybody smoke good, yeah. everybody get to it. Right. And we keep, we hold each other accountable. That's the thing I like about it. Cause you know, it ain't just like, we ain't, we ain't, I ain't no, no disrespect to nobody, but these people on this porch, everybody getting to it. Yeah. We hold each other accountable. Mm. You know, everybody, everybody trying to get money in their own right. Mm -hmm. Not just me. You see me. This is representation. Yeah. Everybody on the porch getting to it. You know what I'm saying? Nah, that's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. Um, can you talk about your uh, the song that you dropped uh, with Beat King and Sukihana? Like that? Yeah. Shout out to Beat King. Shout out to Sukihana. Yeah. Um, man, this song me and Beat King did. You know, put Suki on it. And then um, shout out to ATL Top 20. Mm -hmm. um, you know, man, I ain't gonna lie, like, the record hard as fuck, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Right now, we, we really just, we really just pushing the momentum, you know what I'm saying? Everybody got, you know, they own thing going on, so yeah. we just pushing the momentum, yeah. really trying to build the buzz up on the record. So if you watching the video and then go stream that shit yeah. like that, that Webby featuring Beat King and Sukiyama. That Webby sample crazy. Yo. 
we're independent. But yeah. we're gonna shoot a video soon, you know okay. what I'm saying? Word, mm -hmm. that's what's up. And um, you got a tour coming up too. You got the uh, Show Your Grills tour. Show Your Grills tour, hard as fuck. Um, man, we put together our own tour. And so this tour, I feel like, you know what? When you see like people like rolling loud, that's how, that's how I look at it. Show Your Grill tour, Word. you know? where it's a festival, it's a concert, yeah. it's a tour, you know. We're taking it on the road right now. We're doing the, um, a 15-city tour. Okay. Starting September 7th, we're gonna be in the South, starting at Greensboro. Yeah. We're gonna be everywhere though, from Dallas, Houston, Jackson, Mississippi, yeah. Austin, Charlotte, you know what I mean? ATL, of course, you know. But- Who um, you got going on the road with you? We outside, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's myself. Drummer Boy, DJ Loot Nasty, Akeem yeah. Ali, okay. Trans Lee, wow. um, and then my boy Elway gonna be there, Sushi gonna be there, T Hood will be there as well. Mm -hmm. You know, every, every night popping out, we got some more people popping out. We're gonna be selling grills in every city. Yeah. You know, we're gonna have some activation going on. So it's gonna be an experience, not just you coming out to just see some niggas rap. You know, this shit gonna be fun. Yeah. Come pull up, you know what I'm saying? Yo. Yeah, nah, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. And then um, you've uh, you you got a you you locked in a distribution deal for uh, Cool Club as well, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Shout out to one RPM. Okay. Um, we got a, we got a distribution deal for the Cool Club. It means a lot to me in general, man, to be able to connect artists. Yeah. You know, um, in a lane and where they want to go. I always. It's always been something that's been in my heart since I was a kid. I mm -hmm. had a record label as a kid, mm -hmm. you know, in school. And, um, you know, with Cool Club, man, now having a distribution, I feel like we're able to do things a lot more smooth, mm -hmm. um, able to have like almost an extended team outside of the team that we have, you know. So, Need Love, C-Bone, all those guys over there, you know, shout out to them. Real, go real good guys that kind of help the process, you know, more. Yeah, yeah, nah, for sure. Nah, good people's over there at 1 RPM. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, nah, they holding it down. Yeah, for sure. Yo, so um, you, got a, uh, you got a school tour coming up too, right? Mm-hmm. Can you talk about that? Well, I've been going to uh, different schools for a while with Ferrari Simmons. Okay. He was, um, well, still is doing his, you know, reading with Rari campaign. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, co I always collaborate with him each year, and we go out to different schools, read, read books to the kids, um, you know, really just try to get some inspiration, man, and just give back. I recently just did a back-to-school uh, content party mm. with Dez Gray, and we taught the kids how to do grills, okay. how to shoot media, you know, how to do, like, podcasts. Yeah. Um, we taught them, like, how to give haircuts, mm. Just all kind of different stuff, man. How to how to rap, um, different and, trades, different skills, yeah, different things that, that people man. that we just all need that, to man. know. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Nah, that's what's up, man. Yeah. Can you speak to your relationship with DJ Scream? Because y'all yeah. done a lot of collab projects together, and Scream is always you know championing you, man. Can you just speak to your relationship with bro? For sure, man. DJ Screen did. I think the first project we did was uh, Jiffy Cornbread. Okay. Screen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. 
Um, I remember um, I remember the intro to that project. Uh, I think was that your mom's talking yeah. about uh, like her mama's cornbread and how she's making. Man, my mama makes some cornbread. Right. Boy, listen, boy, my mama, <laughs> man, boy, don't give me time about that cornbread. That cut my mama cornbread tell you like cake, huh? <laughs> you feel me? She put the jiffy mix. Man, the jiffy mix in that motherfucker. <laughs> but um, man, yeah. So shout out to DJ Scream, man. Yeah. Um. DJ Screen just always supported my career. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's a Capricorn. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like me. Shout yeah. out to DJ Screen. Yeah. Right. Issa Rae a Capricorn too. Ah. Yeah. Nah, man. Shout out to Scream. Scream always, you know, he, he always been a real one and, and, yeah. and always willing to, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, shit. Champion. Champion. Yeah. And, and, and put a lot of artists on himself too with his mixtapes, you know. Just holding it down for the South in general. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nah, yeah, I, man. Absolutely. And uh, can you speak to the Nike on the uh, Nike collab that you did? Man. Wow. Okay. So we we recently did some uh, this exclusive information. We recently did you know <laughs> a collaboration with Nike. Okay. You know, a lot of people don't know that more than just um, making grills, I design grills a lot. Okay. You know. And so sometimes people will reach out to me, not to just say, hey, can you make this? But hey, look, I want to get a piece for this. Mm. Or hey, I want to get a piece like for this commercial or something for this event. Yeah. And um, that's something that I do outside of just making the grills. And I, I actually like to design the grills a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Word. So that's like a, you tapping into like a whole another side of art. Like I, I never yeah. even thought of it like that. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, I mean, last night, me, I was on the phone with Trinidad Jane for about an hour, hour and a half, mm -hmm. you know, designing the grill. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, I love to do it because it's, it's like a different, it's like a different creative zone I can get into other than, you know, doing music where yeah. I, I can see certain, um, the way things should be styled. Yeah. You know, when it comes to the grills and what, what I can see, what I can feel you know, what I feel like people want to give off when they smile, Yeah. you know, it all come to life, you know what I'm saying? Word. Yeah. Man, I remember getting the grill from you, like, when you first got started, I got some rose gold bottoms. I remember you got that motherfucker, yeah. too. I still got a picture of it. <laughs> Word, we yeah. Was at, we was at Encore Motorsport. Yeah, yeah, we was at the house, yeah, because yeah. I remember you pulled up, and, and I was tripping, because, man, you pulled up, bruh had the, the doctor jacket on, he had a glove on, came and, like, really did, gave me the mold, like, did it all yourself, Thanks. you know what I'm saying? Thanks. Like, I mean, really, like, hands-on okay. with it, too. Like, it's mm -hmm. not like you just saying, I want to do grills, got other people appointed to do stuff. Like, you really, you know, like, in the field with it, yeah, too. Man. Yeah, yeah, man. Can you talk about just, like, the importance of being an entrepreneur, having your hands, you know, like in your businesses yeah. and knowing the processes of it as well as, you know, everything else in terms of like how the money's coming in and, you know, yeah, all of that. Man, so um, I feel like if you're going to have a business, I think you should definitely be involved in it in some kind of way. Um, I think that your input and your stamp on it your style is important, Yeah. you know. Sometimes if you don't have that and you just trusting people to do it for you, you could look up and then it may be months then gone by. Now you gotta do damage control, Yeah. you know. So always being being a, uh, a part of the business, I like to stay connected to my style, you know what I mean? Like, man, we go, we go out and, and have little outings, mm -hmm. you know. Um, I talk to these people every day yeah. in the morning, you know what I mean, just mm -hmm. on some, 
motivation we tapping in. Yeah. Cause I feel like one of my um one of my boy Brandon told me this. Butter, butter ATL, he said, um, in our relationships are as interactions over time. The more interactions you have with somebody, the better the relationship is. True. You feel me? So I look at it sometimes when I say, damn, okay, I need to get the interactions up here. I need to get the interactions up there. Yeah. You can always look at your life and see where things may be falling apart in certain relationships. You might need to get the interactions up, yeah. whether that's with a phone call, mm-hmm. a pull up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or sit down and hang out. You feel me? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it's interesting that you say that because it, it makes me think about, I mean, just like repetition. You know what I'm saying? Like if we think about the essence of everything that we do, whether it's rapping, whether it's making grills, whether it's drawing or painting, whether it's, you know, doing interviews and, and, and doing media. Right. You got to do your reps. You know what I mean? You got to do it every day. Right. And so, like, putting that same type of effort and that same type of intention, you know, into, like, our relationships and how we communicating with people and all that is super important, man. Like, yeah, you, man. You, you hit a, you, you said some real shit with that. For real, for real. You got to do that. And um, people got shit going on in their lives, man. So, you know, people is people. You yeah. know what I mean? And you can't follow niggas sometimes for whatever. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's just what it is. But in general, if you want to build... You know, if you want to make something stronger, you just make, you know, increase the interactions. Yeah. We we say like in business, you know, you starting off, you might in, increase the interactions mm-hmm. up front first, make sure the trust is there. Yeah. And then we can kind of fall back a little bit later on. Yeah. You know? Wow. Um, what's your thoughts on clout and, uh, you know, like everybody, or not everybody, but just so many people, you know, doing things for clout. I mean, it seems, clout's a drug, you know, I always say yeah. that, like it seemed like a drug. You know what, bro? I had a new perspective. I went to Toronto last week. I had a new perspective about clout. I, I, I can't knock a nigga for one on clout, but I'm gonna say this though, in other countries, man, they look at us like we, like we foolish. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I ain't saying, you know, you can make millions out of clout. I'm just saying like, sometimes, you know, other countries, they like protecting the soul, the people, the community, you know, nigga don't be wanting to hear that type of shit. Yeah. But the way I look at it now, like when I go out, when I go to another country, they're like, damn, we living in a trout. Yeah. This shit like a glorified trout. Yeah. Niggas is real like proportioning their meals in other places trying to take care of they, they self for real. Like, we just thugging this shit. Yeah. Nigga don't give a fuck. Like, they care. Yeah. Now nah, we gluttonous about everything. You yeah. Know? We don't give a fuck over here. We don't give a fuck. But if I could have my way, I'd buy me an island somewhere. Right. It sounds stupid, but that's some real ass shit. Come yeah. On. Yeah. Nah, I mean, just to, you know, kind of bounce off of what you was yeah. just saying with that, it's like, we so we have so much in abundance like here in the u.s that we don't you know appreciate a lot of things where like i remember um i remember going to mexico one time and like i saw some houses and uh they was like partially built you know what i'm saying like like the roof was like out the house but like they were saying that people were still was living in those houses and basically 
they will work, make money, and build up on their house. So on however much time, you know what I'm saying? Like you're gonna see like some some more additions being added, some more, wow. you know what I mean? Cause they really like working to live yeah. and to feed their families and all that, yeah. you know what I mean? But you can get rich in the United States faster. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, other countries that kind of regulated, you know yeah. what I'm saying, a little bit more. Yeah. Which I understand too, because sometimes too much of anything, man, just see the nigga out of the clip. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whatever that is, power, clout, money. Yeah. You know, it's different for everybody, but you got a lot of motherfuckers with a little bit of goddamn control. Hmm. Scotty, what fulfills you? Like, what makes you know? What makes you happy, man? What makes you feel good going to bed at night and waking up in the morning with a clear conscience? You know what I mean? What man, every day doing my best. Hmm. Every day doing something to um, make somebody's life better, right. you know. I try, to, I try to purposely every day do something good, you know, whatever that is. It normally be a couple things in the day, you know. But that's always my mission. You know, at, at one point, we all gonna leave them motherfuckers, you feel me? So I just wanna drop seeds every day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when I'm gone, hopefully what I left behind them, you know what I mean? Grow and blossom, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Word. If you could go back and tell a 13, 14 year old Scotty getting ready to step into high school, like really coming to age, you know what I'm saying? If you could look at him eye to eye and, and give him some game, what would you tell him? 13, 14 year old Scotty coming, coming out of high school? Yeah, well, well, coming of age, you know what I mean? That's like about when you getting into high school, you mm-hmm. really kind of getting into some shit, you know what I mean? Um, I would say, I would say um, to, to focus on that business, mm-hmm. you know, focus on that business a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I think that the business aspect is something that I'm starting to realize is like a talent you know, that I ain't really know that I have, you know. Yeah. But I guess it's always been there. I would have probably focused on that a little bit more mm-hmm. younger on. Okay. You know. But it's life, you know, for this sure. shit meant for you to end up where you at when you there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just from your situation. So everything I've been through helped me be where I'm at today, sitting on this porch. Nah, for sure. And experience, you know, we, we, we gain things off of experience. You got to bump your head. You got to go through it. You nice. know what I mean? So, I mean, that's the only way so that you can even get some game, you know, to somebody else that's coming up after you. That's real. You know what I mean? That's real. What you working on next? What you got coming up? Man, I got this project, Legend in My City, about to come out. Um, I got CeeLo on there, K-Count, Money Move, Akeem Ali. Um, my little homie King Shy, you know, my cool club partners. Um, I got that. I'm, I'm gonna be on Rock the Bells cruise mm-hmm. with LL Cool J. Wow, that's what's up. I'm gonna be doing grills on the cool, on the cruise. Yeah. Um, the tour, of course, coming up. Show you grill tour. Uh, and I'm working on a few other things too, business endeavors. I'm doing consulting for artists and businesses. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So. That's been going well, um, and I'm looking to do more tours. Okay, you know, for other artists and, to, and stuff like that too. So yeah, I'm just trying to build the empire up. You know what I mean? That's what's up. Yeah.
Yeah. Nah, that's what's up, man. So you mentioned uh, Outkast, you know, a, a couple of times through this interview, um, you know, as being an inspiration and, you know, some of your favorite artists, if not, you know what I'm saying, favorite group. But uh, what was it like being featured on a Big Boy and Sleepy Brown project? And, wow. you know, I, I mean, I know that had to be like a dream come true. That was definitely a dream come true. It was fire too because um, when we shot the video, you know, they they put my logo in the video. Mm-hmm. I was on tour with Big Boy and Sleepy with KP for a minute too. Mm-hmm. And so being around these guys and, you know, just seeing from what it took, you know, letting Sleepy hit his record initially to where it ended up and just, you know, seeing my name on that cover. Yeah. You know what I mean? Online, that shit was like, damn, bro, like, I really got a song with Big Boy and Sleepy Brown. Yeah. I used to ride to school to these niggas. Right. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody don't let me come on. Just so fresh, so fresh, so clean, clean. Come on. Man, we like, you know what I'm saying? Who did? You know what I mean? So, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, shit, I'll cast the reason why I drive a Cadillac. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they inspire me, inspire my life. You know what I mean? So, nah, I feel that. I feel that. So, now you've gotten a lot of love from, you know, like a lot of, from artists that you've grown up to and looked up to. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Artists like David Banner, Man. artists like CeeLo, you know, Big Boy. Um, you know what I mean? The list goes on. Um, you know, producers like Drummer Boy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> How does it feel to be embraced, you know, by these legends and, you know, these people that, you know, we grew up listening to and, and our heroes, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's always surreal. Um, this shit really like just living the movie in real life sometimes. Like, yeah. it's so much shit going on, it be hard to even just sit and just think. Yeah. For real, you know? You know, I'm talking to CeeLo, talking to Trinidad, talking to Megan Thee Stallion people, feel me? Like, mm. I'm, it's shit crazy. Yeah. So it like, sometimes, um, by the time I sit down and really think about everything, bro, I might cry. Yeah. You feel me? Because the shit be so powerful, it just be a lot going on. Yeah. Making it. Yeah. Do you ever take the time to embrace it? Because a lot of times we don't. You know, a lot of yeah. times, you know, we aren't able on to the embrace go. these times. On the go. Yeah. I don't think I, I don't take time to embrace it maybe like I should, you know. Life be happening so much, it like, you got to hold on to the good shit. Yeah. You feel me? Because the bad shit going on too. You know what I mean? Yeah. By the time you sit down and think about it, why you be so, you be grateful. Not that you just sad about the bad shit, but you just so grateful like, damn bro, like, I made it through the good and the bad, I'm here. Yeah. You know, Nigga who really in this shit, boy, no lie, boy. You can sit down and cry every day, nigga. Uh-huh. Think about shit, your partners you didn't lost. Right. Nigga who in jail, shit you got going on, yeah. how you trying to make it, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, you stand up at, at me and you just keep riding every day. Yeah, nah, absolutely. And, you know, before we get out of here, I want to tap into, like, mental health as well. Like, how do you you know, keep your mental health on point. How do you, you know, because being a leader of a team also, man, you hold such a strong responsibility because not only do you have to be on point for yourself, but then you have to be on point for yourself, for other people, and, you know, be attentive to them as well, so, you know. Yeah, um, you, you know, I go to counseling. 
I um I talk to my people. Right. I'm just super real. All my niggas know. I I'm I'm straight up though. If I ain't if this shit ain't going right, nigga know I'm be like, boy, this shit ain't going right. Yeah. Nigga, I'm feeling like this. I ain't, I don't be faking the phone. Yeah. A lot of time I feel like nigga be faking the phone. And that, that will get you in a situation. You know what I mean? You masking this shit, you really angry, but you want to act like you really happy. Yeah. Nigga know like shit, nigga, I'm, nigga, I'm fucked up. You know? Yeah. But that helped me though. Right. Cause a nigga will say some shit or, you know, it'll help me to understand like, damn, bro, you right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Snap back, you feel me? So. Yeah. Nah, that's what's up, man. Nah, we gotta we gotta be working on ourselves yeah. every day. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. it's, it's an everyday grind. You know what I mean? Just like with everything else. Thanks. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, Scotty, you got any uh, shout outs you want to give? You, you you got any words that you wanna you know uh, part us with? Man, you know, I I just want to just say, man, you know, I appreciate you know the opportunity, and um, you know, look out for the project. Just in general, man, just look out for what a nigga got going on, cause this shit colossal. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, we sipping V on in this motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. yeah let me shout some brands out. Yeah, I'm an ambassador with V on too. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm an ambassador with V on, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to V on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we working this shit though. <laughs> we working this shit though. And this shit independent though. You know what I'm saying? This shit independent. I just got, I just got tired of like waiting on the nigga to give me something. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole Grizz by Scotty thing came from like when Ratchet was popping. You know what I'm saying? At that time, like and Ratchet, and Ratchet got uh, like over three, I think over three million views on YouTube. At that time, at that time, you know. And that and that was a lot, you know, at the time, you know. Yeah. But since then, you know, it's like seeing seeing like how how I done had to almost build my own way yeah. with Grills by Scotty so I can invest in myself and do the music like I wanna do it. Yeah. You know? So Yeah, nah, out the mud with it, man. Brick by brick. Brick by brick, man. Appreciate you coming through, man. man Jumping off the porch with us. For sure. For sure. So we good. Let me drop in. I got the work like a clock in. Like it's so hard, but I be in my feelings.